Hi everyone, it's Dom here from the D&D Apocalypse Tour. This is the second half of the uh, Dykes Discussing D&D discussion that myself and Katie had a while back. So we will be continuing this discussion. And if there's not the content you're interested in, then by all means feel free to skip to next week when we are back to our regularly scheduled program. But if you'd like to have a listen, then enjoy. Roman, which one is Gen Z? Because I can never remember. Gen Z is the one after. So like, I'm just on the cusp. Like, I am barely a millennial or Gen Z because I was in 1996. Okay. So I'm technically either. But like, I find both sets of humour funny. I like... Sensory overload does make me laugh. And like, things like... <laughs> you know when you sent me that video of um, your class playing really, really badly? Oh! It was like three children. Oh it was my- like... <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, <laughs> I had tears in my eyes because like hearing something being played out of tune so confidently. <laughs> like, I have to do it every day, dude. Every day I have to listen to that. I bet. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be a musician. I couldn't be a music teacher if I had to do that every day. <sighs> every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm 1994. Am I millennial or Gen Z? You would be millennial. Okay. Although I think, again, you're because it's not like a... I don't know what year they kind of like. Dis- I don't think there's like a definitive year. Like, if you were born in this year, you are a blah blah blah. Yeah, I think you would probably just be a millennial. Yeah, I have to deal with not running headfirst into a wall when the kids are like, "Miss, can you sharpen my pencil?" Because like the sharpeners go missing because the kids drop them in the <laughs> bin and then don't get them out, mm-hmm. or they just straight up nick them. I don't know. But like, we have an electric sharpener now, and like. My teacher said, don't let them use it, only you sharpen them. So I was like, yeah, okay, because they do break. But now it's every five seconds, miss, can I have a sharpener? I'm like, that doesn't need sharpening, it's just a bit blunt. Yeah. But you know what kids are like? They're like, oh, look how sharp my pencil is. And it's like, ugh. Oh, look how sharp my tongue is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that discussion we had. <laughs> it brought me to tears because you were like, I was like, okay, what does Primrose get her mum some Mother's Day? <laughs> And you were like, get, get Lyndall a pencil sharpener. Yeah. And then you were like, what if Diana sits in the room and Lyndall's there with her fucking pencil sharpener? Oh my god. That was, <laughs> oh, that was funny. I remember that, yeah. It's like, so <laughs> Anyway. Um, and just angrily sharpening a pencil. That was so funny. <laughs> that brought me to tears. <laughs> Can you even get like electric pencil sharpeners in D and D? Oh, Mina is an artificer. She can probably just make one. I was going to say I had Lindell being like, I had this specifically designed. Yeah. <laughs> I commissioned it. I commissioned only the best. I only commissioned the best, and I got it on Raven Queen Tax. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. Same with, <laughs> same with. No, no, she has the pencil, and then she turns it to the other side, so it's double ended. <laughs> Diana, are you done? <laughs> like, oh no, I still got more to go. Are <laughs> <laughs> you done? Are you still dating my sister-in-law? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop until you dump her. Just like <laughs> oh, that would have been really. That would have been something I would have liked to have seen, though. If Diana and Vi didn't date, how how good of friends? possibly um, Lyndall and Di could have been. I think they still are. Yeah, they are. 
I can call Lyndall right now and confirm <laughs> that she does not hate Diana for no. dating her sister-in-law. She just hates her sister-in-law. Yeah, so it's kind of like a reluctance. It's like, you know, bringing home someone your parents don't approve of. Yeah. But it's like, you're an adult, you can do what you want. Yeah. I feel like it's very that. So it's like, you know what, you can, you can date her if you want, but that's your fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> but, I, but I just feel like, you know, you can't have Lyndall and Vi in the same room. No. No. Because it's that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the fact that Diana is now dating Vi and Diana is very, very close with Primrose. Yeah. Auntie Diana. <laughs> bas- you're, you're basically like an older sister at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, with that close of a connection, it's just that you're dating the two people that genuinely hate each other's guts. God. That's so fucking funny. That is funny. Diana's the unfortunate, <laughs> endearing middleman. The gold. What's that? The saying? The golden retriever partner. I have never heard of that, but that sounds about right. Oh, it's like I've been seeing it around. Um, and I was talking to my my teacher friend about this, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I settled for a golden retriever boyfriend." And I was like, "That makes perfect sense." A golden retriever boyfriend. Because uh. it's just like you know the, the very placid, happy-go-lucky um, golden retriever. Yeah. I'm so excited when you come home from work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you do when I'm out? Wait for you to come back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I think I'm a golden retriever girlfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking not. <laughs> You're the... Oh. The Doberman. Yeah, I was going to say Rottweiler or Doberman. <laughs> I love Rottweilers, though. Like, if, Same. Oh, my God. I know how many... Com- like, our OC law goes deep between the two of us. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. It's an abyss at this point. <laughs> but if Lyndall was a dog, she'd be a Rottweiler. She would. I think we've discussed this before, what kind of dogs we'd... we have. Yeah. yeah. I think Diana probably would be a Golden Retriever as well. I love that. But she's quite independent, though. She's pretty independent. She is. So maybe not. What would Fowl be? Fowl? Ooh. I don't know. So I think Pip, uh, uh, Pira would be a Doberman. Doberman, yeah. I feel like... See, visually, I think Reese would be like, you know, like a Greyhound. Yeah. But, like, sight hounds are, like, greyhounds and sight hounds are, like, so lazy. Yeah. Like, I know they're racing dogs and that, but, like, unless they're on a walk, they just don't, they just, they sunbathe. They sunbathe, they sleep, they're content. Sometimes our Pippa doesn't even want to go on a walk. She's like, no, there's sunlight here. I want to lie on bed. Pippet the Whippet. Pippet the Whippet. <laughs> Pippa the Whippet. It's currently on my bed, actually. Philippa. <laughs> Philippa. Philippa <laughs> uh. Elizabeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now the real question is: one of my favorite breeds is an Irish Wolfhound. Oh, love those! They're big, absolutely massive dogs. Really stinky. That would be Demetrius. That would be Demetrius. <laughs> Maybe Demetrius doesn't stink though. <laughs> no, I feel like Demi would be like the type of guy, and Iger can attest to this because this is Iger's Goliath paladin, who's like eight foot tall, uh-huh. who always talks like, "Father, I am here to save." He talks like um, Douglas Reynolds from the IT crowd. What? What? <laughs> Lady Diana, don't you worry. Lady Diana. Oh, I miss Dimmy. I love Dimmy. Uh, Dimmy. I feel like Dimmy would be an Irish wolfhound because of his size. Except he bathes. Except he bathes, yeah. yeah. I also feel like mm-hmm. Minerva could... Oh, what's a really smart dog? A Border Collie, maybe? Because she's just intelligent. True. Or a poodle. Intelligent, but but she's very disobedient. But she's very disobedient, my God. We need, I, yeah. I keep joking with Aaron, like, Minerva needs to make herself a leash. Mm-hmm. 
Before she goes running into shit. Mm. Oh, I know what Diana would be. Diana would be a German Shepherd. Oh, that's cute. They're like loyal, happy, but ferocious when she needs to be. Ugh, I love dogs. I feel like Cairo would be like a Dachshund. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's like a little. <laughs> diddly, diddly, diddly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, so my boss at the studios, he's got a Dashen named Charles Barkley. Ah. Who um likes to waddle around and the way he waddles reminds me of Thal, like do 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 waddle 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 waddle. Waddle waddle waddle. I fucking I, I can't wait for Chibi because Chibi's gonna draw the scene where Pira and Thal were sparring. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. And it's just like you are like an elephant, but you're not an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> where is your trunk? Yeah, where is your trunk? Why, why, why are you so strong? I don't understand. Uh, I enjoy playing a fucking dumb character who's so blunt with everything because I feel like I'm also very blunt. You are blunt. You're not dumb, but you are blunt. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but it's just really funny, just <laughs> just a spout. Shit. But I'm so I'm so keen for that for that picture because it's just going to be. A smiling Thal just standing there while Pierre's like going bonk, 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 just like bonk, trying bonk. to <laughs> trying to land a hit on him. Mm-hmm. It is funny that we've got really high AC. It's that total shell, dude. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, turtles can go into the shell? They can. They can, and they get like a plus five or whatever? They get uh, advantage on strength and constitution, but disadvantage on dex. That, that makes total sense, because yeah. if you're like in your shell... And someone needs a fireball at you. You can't really dodge. No. There's some mechanics in D&D where it's hard to understand. Yeah. Like, one that pisses me off is dark vision. Yeah. So, the dark vision mechanic. <laughs> it does surprisingly, doesn't it? It does. And not, but I know not every race has it. Uh, Kyle doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Pyrrha's got it. But basically, you can see in dim light within the radius. Mm. So, it's 60 feet. But it's... Uh, shades of grey. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking now. I don't think any of mine have dark vision apart from... Hereife does. Yeah, Hereife does, yeah. Oh, tieflings get it. <clears throat> yeah. But dark vision does not mean true sight. You can't just see perfectly. No. You, you can only discern, like, shades of grey. It'd be like, you know, looking through one of those infrared cameras. Kind of. Yeah. How How would you change it? Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> I kind of like it like that. But some people just like to say, oh, I've got dark vision I can see. And it's like, you can see in shades of gray. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't see everything crystal clear. No. You know, and um, flanking's fine. <clears throat> I actually quite enjoyed the flanking rule because it makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say, I quite like flanking because it adds like another choice. It's like, do I go for this enemy or do I assist and like help flank this enemy? Yeah, and it makes sense because, like, if you're standing on one side, kicking the shit out of someone, <laughs> we're trying to, and someone's on the other side, kicking the shit out of someone, the same person, like, it's very clear that you've got an advantage because someone's helping you kick the shit out of them. Yeah, exactly. I know there is discourse about if chugging potions is an action or a bonus action. Oh, I don't know. What would you? What would you say? I mean, I do it as bonus actions personally. I would make it a bonus action because it's not like, you know, you're not heaving anything. You just go glug, glug. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, initiative, each round of initiative is six seconds long. Yeah. So all of everything that happens in one round happens within six seconds. So it's like, if you're, like, going whack, whack, oh, shit, I need healing, like, just pop a potion as a bonus action after you're done whacking, that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially if you're like long range, like a spellcaster. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. Aaron is a DM and he DMs the game that I play Vi in. And Vi is just insane. Vi isn't. Vi is fucking ridiculous. She has a plus 12 to hit with her longbow. Oh, beautiful. So, and it's a plus two longbow, so it's magical. Mm-hmm. So, and because she's a Fey Wanderer, she gets the Dreadful Strikes, which is a D4 of psychic damage plus a Hunter's Mark. So she can average out like 25 to 30 damage in a turn. Bellissima. And she and she can Misty Step as a bonus action. So she can just fuck off to somewhere else, which I love how Aaron's doing that as well when he plays Minime, because Misty Step is one of the best spells in the game. Because you can just yeet. Yep, like not here anymore. It's like uh it's like Varys all over again. I love Varys though. Varys Same. <laughs> Varys made me cry on multiple occasions as his mm-hmm. dungeon master. But what a character. What a character. What a seducer. What a seduction master. This is probably mm-hmm. gonna come out before after Zane's birthday, but for Zane's birthday, I got him a commission which is Varys wearing a t-shirt. It's the, it's the pink MILF shirt, which says, man, I love fishing on it. Man, I love fishing. <laughs> <laughs> From the same person that did the MILF shirts for me for um, Arnie and Lyndall. Mm-hmm. Diana would wear that as well, but like she wouldn't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I love fishing. I do like fishing. I think it's very resourceful, you know, and, and I think it's great for the environment. And I think it's it's so handy when you're like running around in the forest and like, you know, going on her little like <laughs> 20 sentences later. That's why I think fishing is great for everyone. <laughs> she gets out a PowerPoint <laughs> while wearing the MILF shirt. The PowerPoint, oh my god. I love the PowerPoint memes. Same. Oh, that's another thing we can think about as well. If your D&D character made a PowerPoint, like... Why You All Suck by Pyrrha. (laughs) (laughs) Not just the topic, but like, how do they present it? So like, I imagine Pyrrha is just like, next side, type, 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 next side, type, type, type. Black and white. Whereas Thal would be like, ooh, transitions. (laughs) Thal would use the transitions, like the the flip font. Mm -hmm. Everything has like a boing, boing, boing. Appears it's like you all suck, and this is why. Slams button. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> what are these squiggly red lines? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're red, but they're uh, fuck it. I don't have time. <laughs> She's there just reading, reading exactly what's on the slide. Yeah, reading exactly. Not even like she doesn't have notes. She's like Salem, you suck because you killed us all once. I hate you, and Puppet has stupid hair. Next slide. Bang. Just like, ah, hang on. And she's like, her finger gets stuck. She's like trying to press the space bar. <laughs> My claws are too big. It don't make sense. <laughs> stupid machine. <laughs> okay. I feel like Salem or Minifei would have like the most professional. Oh, like, like downloaded templates mm-hmm. from like Microsoft itself. And like Minifei would have a laser pointer mm-hmm. and a clicker. Ah, oh, that would be a good academic battle, though, between... Because, like, Salem has a way with words. Yeah. But Meneve has the technical prowess. Put those two together, they could start a company. They could. They could invest. Well, they could be, um, what's it, bro- brokerage. They could go into brokerage. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, like, <laughs> which of your characters would get into cryptocurrency? Um, Scarlet. 
Scarlet would. Diana wouldn't. Diana, Diana, despite being dumb, is also very intelligent. Yeah, she's got a high intelligence modifier from what I can remember. Yeah, she's like, like she's not dumb. No, she's just socially a bit. She's just socially awkward, <laughs> and like stutters and mumbles and like talks for a bit too long sometimes. But um, she'd be she she would make the PowerPoint as well. I feel like Diana would make a very simple, nice PowerPoint. Yeah, just clean to the point. I feel like Fowl would definitely get tricked into it. <laughs> Poor Fowl. Fowl would get tricked into it. I think Heroes would be like. Heroes would just have like one of those really slim laptops and be like, yeah, it has Google and that's all I need. Uh, all of you to assume Pira has a laptop. <laughs> she's, from, she's from a nomadic tribe. Mm hmm. Like, she wouldn't even have a phone. Yeah. But if you want me, just come find me. It's not that hard. You know what I you am. Smell my scent. Yeah. Use your nose. Can you not, yeah. Can you not smell the burning? <laughs> oh, I was going to ask, we discussed this with um, Iger. What mm -hmm. if your current character had a modern day job? What would it be? Uh, right. We established that Hirath is a model. Yes. Clarity is. Oh, what did we say Clarity was? Wasn't she like. Uh, whose assistant was she? Was she an assistant? She was like Arnadel's assistant or something. Right, yeah. She was Arnadel's assistant because Arnadel's the CEO of the modeling agency. Of oh, the modeling agency. And like. Heroes would be like bouncer, like, oh, you're handsome, be a model instead. Yeah. Um, what about Thal? Because I'm curious. Oh, gee, me too. Thal would be like, Thal would be like, oh no, this would be Diana. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say Thal would be like a travel vlogger, but like, I feel like he'd be like a wannabe one. <laughs> he's like, Aww. he's young, he's just kind of a bit too, like, he's not technically parallel, so he can't make good edits yet. He's, he's there with his selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I feel like Diana would be like really good at it. Yeah. Like a travel vlogger kind of feel. Does the fancy edits and everything. Yeah, or like just hires someone else to do it. Oh, uh, ooh, what would Reese be? Yoga instructor. Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> You'd get who would go to his classes and it'd be like that one that one vine, speaking of that one vine where it's like the Grinch in the background and release. Oh, it's been all the sounds. Just ah! <laughs> uh, I feel like Pira would either be a fitness instructor, but she's the tough one. Oh god, yeah. She's like, okay, let's try. Let's go one. <laughs> one. <laughs> You're not doing it properly. You can move on me, do it properly. No, but it's another one. Oh god. Like, but like the one that like pushes you really hard. Or like she'd hold like classes. Alright, fuckheads. <laughs> You're all shit. Get on bike. And I don't want to hear any bitching. <laughs> if you want good legs, you have to work for it. It's not that hard. <laughs> I have flames on outside, but also inside. <laughs> I have a tail and I still make it work. Or I feel like she'd be also a bouncer. Like, you're not, no, 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 you cannot come in. Not, no, absolutely not. Could you imagine Pira and Hirith, like, as a bouncer combo? Terrifying. That'd be great. I think like here I could be more quiet than Pira, but like Pira's just like fuck off, you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, nobody getting in that club. <laughs> the club's empty inside. This <laughs> it's just for staff, and they're like, "Where's the patrons?" It's <laughs> just a huge fucking line outside. Because Pira's like, "No, you're too drunk. You can't come in. I don't care. You look fucked. Get out." It's 
uh, Lyndall, we discussed Lyndall is a pediatrician. Yes. Uh, but like the highest ranking one in a hospital, like the mm-hmm. chief pediatrician. That would be good. I feel like I guess said Salem would work like in shady insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I've been a loan shark. Yeah, he's literally a loan shark. He's like, now I did send you all this, but you're going to have to pay it back. <laughs> read the fine print, dear. Yeah, you didn't read the fine print, puppet. Get this man, get this man in a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like Minu would be. I can see Minu obviously as like a mad scientist of some kind. A university lecturer, maybe. How oh, to build traps. But I, or, I was about to say she could also be like a lab teacher, mm, or an engineer. So just like an engineer, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love D and D. It's great. So I guess to finish, what do you want to get out of this campaign? Uh, oh god, that's a question I wasn't expecting. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, you go first while I think about it. Okay. Um, I would like Pyrrha not to die. <laughs> That'd be nice. I am really enjoying playing Pyrrha. Yeah, Pyrrha is great. I made her like three days before the campaign even started. Mm-hmm. And I had no, I was like, I've never played a tank before. I've never played a barbarian before. So I was like, I'm just going to play uh, a fire lion and uh, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But I wanted her to have like, I'm a very big fan of the Avatar series. I wanted her to have like, you know, some of Azula's grace with firebending. Yeah. But, you know, to have that kind of like that feral nature underneath that Azula has. Mm-hmm. But just really fucking aggressive because she's a lion and she's a barbarian. Um, so I'm really enjoying playing Pyrrha and I'm enjoying fleshing her out as I go. Mm-hmm. So I would love for her not to die. Um, no. I, and like I said earlier, I'm really keen to meet Lutheria and yeah. explore more of that dark side of the gods. I've got my own, I've got the, uh, the, the, uh, the Defiant One path, which is a path that Zane wrote. So I'm keen for that epic path to unfold. I'm very excited to see what the decision is Pyrrha has to make. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that's gonna fucking throw me through a loop. Yeah, I was gonna say like the emotional arcs have to come to a head. Oh, the last thing was I really want to see what happens with Kyra. Yeah, same. Like I'm actually really keen to learn more about Kyra because yeah, she's a god, but I just I don't know. I feel like she's a god, but there's just there's something else. I'm I'm curious to learn more about the gods. And, like, how much of an influence they have on this world with the Titans. Yeah. Lore. Half of the lore, as Plumbella would say. Half of the lore, yeah, very true. All right, hen, we're a half of the lore. All right, hey, hens! I can't, hey, hens! I can't do her accent, bluff. Middlesbrough, I don't even know what that is. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember where exactly it is, but um, me and Maria were watching Gogglebox recently, and that, um, that accent came up. And I, I was trying to explain to her, like, right, when she's saying we, she just means herself. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, I feel like it's northern, though, right? Middlesbrough? It has to be. That's, that's a pretty northern accent. Yeah. Yeah, I can't be bothered to Google it. <laughs> but, it's not like, but it's not like Geordie. No, it's not Geordie, no. Uh, let's see. What would I want? I want, obviously, I want Thal to live. I also kind of still want revenge on Reese's behalf, because... Well, nobody else knows. I can tell you all this now because he's dead, but Reese's whole... Reese was... I don't remember what epic path he was. 
I think he was the Dragon Slayer. Yeah, I kind of went as basic as it got was like because like the book had some suggestions and I was like, hmm, yeah, family slaughtered by a dragon. That sounds cool. But then I was like, mm, Arakrokra aren't native to Talia. So I was like, how can we do that? Okay, found by group of minotaurs, <laughs> takes the whole family to raise a village. He was raised by the whole village, blah, blah, blah. Dragon comes in, rah, and paths for revenge. So I kind of want revenge. I like to think Reese's ghost is just kind of like watching everybody. <laughs> just like, yeah. You will get... He's there in spirit. He's there in spirit, yeah. But So I kind of want revenge for Reese. I want a dragon to die. <laughs> um, but I also want Thal to be more... I want Thal to have an emotional investment. Yeah. Because like, right now Thal is just happily along for the ride. Like, he's the lost one, so... Can't give too much away, but like... I don't know, yeah. It's, it's just a wandering nomad, but I want him to have that sort of... Because he's a cleric without a, a god. Interesting. Because I read that the Tortles, they sometimes take up other people's gods. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, why not? This one sounds cool kind of thing. So I'm waiting for, for Thal to have that, oh, yeah, cool. I like this god. Or maybe he won't have god. We shall see, you know? That could be super cool. It would be cool. I love Thal. Thal is an amazing character like like i've said many times i really enjoy thal and i like that he, he doesn't have a god you know yeah because i and i think that's really interesting for because i also find you know clerics don't have to worship a god yeah like you can have clerics that worship the land or you know clerics that like worship the ideas or philosophy or something like that you know it's because yeah they just they just get their powers from something that's yeah because like, that's how a cleric works I think Thal, maybe Thal is like searching, not, not necessarily why he has his powers, but he's just, he's looking for his muse. Yeah. But he's very like, I've still got 30 years of life yet left in me, let's keep going. He's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's too chill. Maybe he'll find a, a reason to look a bit faster during the journey. We shall see. I guess uh, one more final question to wrap up is, um, just off the top of my head, uh, what would you say to someone who, is a lesbian or who is part of the LGBTQIA plus community or someone who's basically just like not straight who are hesitant about getting into D and D. Ooh. Uh, I'd say just do it. I would say if you're already thinking about doing it, then you should just do it. Yeah. And cause like you'll, or, you know, find, find a way to do it. It's not the easiest thing. Like I got, I got, I got lucky that we became friends. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm sort of too, I'm too shy to like go out and like find a group for myself, you know, in real life. It's hard. Because like, not only am I the only lesbian in North Wales, I think I'm the only D and D player in North Wales. <laughs> <laughs> the only lesbian who plays D and D in North Wales. Uh, that could be a clickbait nah. title. Meet the only lesbian who plays D and D. <laughs> I mind. There was a D and D group in my university, but back then I was still a bit too shy. It is so daunting. I, I've I've done it. Like I was even terrified to message Aaron when I first met him to be like, "Hey, I'd I'd like to play in your game." Yeah, you know, it's it's really is quite terrifying. But once that ice is broken, it's so damn and fun. You can find it's so damn fun. But you know, and sometimes you know you'll meet people you don't get along with, and that's okay. Yeah. That's totally okay. Just like real life. It's it's literally just like real life. I mean, we're very fortunate that everyone in this group gets along and we're all very, very good friends. Yeah. Oh, what was that one um that one little campaign with the, the tomb 
that really, really ridiculous the Tomb of Horrors. Is it the Tomb of Horrors? The one that uh, what's his name? Uh, Jacob. That one. Oh, XP that- level three. Yeah, XP to level three, and he 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 like talked about it. Was it Tomb of Horrors? I think it was a Tomb of Horrors. That really ridiculous one where like if you step on the wrong thing, you go back to the beginning of the dungeon, you're clothesless, and you've changed gender. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, um, that's so bizarre. Well, kind of want to play it, but also, ugh. I was like, I'm not running this for Katie. Katie's gonna hate it, and <laughs> and they will want to quit <laughs> if I run that for them. Uh, um, it's interesting because like that was designed by Gary Gygax, who was like one of the original writers for D anD. d Yeah, he wrote that as a fuck you to his players. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like it could be good if you just heavily edited it because I like dungeons. I think dungeons are like super fun, like puzzles and like yeah, good shit. And I feel like that's one more thing with um, if I was have some advice, it's like if you find the DM is like working against you and not with you, leave. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the DM is, the DM has to have fun too. Yeah. And I get that. But if a DM starts to railroad and get really shitty and mm-hmm. not let you do the things you want to do, mm-hmm. leave. Or if another player starts to railroad, tell the DM. Yeah, just tell them. Like, mm-hmm. because it's a collaborative effort. And mm-hmm. if you're not having fun, just leave and find another group. Because yeah. That, there's plenty, there's so many groups out there. Some online, mm-hmm. some in person, some, you know, they're all over the world. So I think it's just, 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 just do it. Make your dreams just happen. Make your dreams happen. Like I said, if you're thinking about doing it, you probably really want to do it. But, and there's no shame. Like, cause we all, we all started as beginners and you're still learning. Like there's no, there's no such thing as a professional D&D player. <laughs> Very true. There's not like D and D is not something you. It's not like a practice makes perfect thing. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. It's not a sport thing. It's just you just learn as you go, and there's no such thing as like the best D and D player in the world. Mm-hmm. You can have crazy builds that like, you can you can build some crazy shit, but that doesn't make you a good player because it all comes down to the dice. Like I, Pira's fucking ridiculous. Pira is ridiculous. Pira got twenty con at level one, but she, that doesn't mean she rolls well. She rolls natural ones every session. She does. Oh my god, she does. Now I think about it. She's, you know, just because she's built like that, now she's got 19 intelligence. We are all wins. So, which is still scary. I've got a character sheet open, I'm looking at him now, I'm like, that's terrifying. <laughs> now the smartest. But um, yeah, just do it. Just do it. And there are plenty of resources as well. Oh my god, D&D Beyond. I wish we'd get a sponsor with them, but... D&D Beyond, well, just, D&D Beyond, D&D Beyond. Yeah, manifesting. Did someone manifesting. say D&D Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, like most of this, and it's all um, public domain. Mm, also true. There's so many cool things you can do, and most of it's free. It is free. God, I want to make another character now, because I'm looking at, like, a satyr looks really fun. Satyrs are so much fun. I don't know how you say it. Heron gone? The rabbits, basically? Oh, Ask Zane for his ra- his Heragon build. It's Im- it's bullshit. Ah, I love it when things are bullshit. He's got a he's got like a plus he's got like a plus sixteen to initiative. Yeah, there's the oh my god, that's great. There's like an owlin, but like I'm just picturing like um, is it a hawk owl? It's like it could be any type of owl. Yeah, exactly. There's so many cool things. There's the bugbear looks really cute. Oh, the bugbear. 
They look so ugly but cute. There's the Kenku. I love the monster races. I'd I'd love to play a Sator Paladin. Yeah. Um, who's who would be actually a very Futch lesbian. Huh. She'd be a Futch. Um, and she was Oath of the Ancients, so she gets her power from nature. So oh, cool. So she's about protecting the forest. Also, don't be afraid to be a little bit shy. It's okay to be shy. Like, you don't have to be, like, an amazing role player. Like, it took me a long time to ease into it, but, like, as long as you want to get into it, you can get into it. Yeah. There's also, that's also PV, PBP, which is play by post. Mm. So you can just, like, type if you want. I, I'm, pers- I'm personally not a fan of PBP, but it, if it works for you, do it. Yeah. Yes, I can do it. And everyone's nervous about, you know, oh, we're going to do well today, because sometimes you just have a bad day. It's just like life, but an alternate life. <laughs> it's li- it's just like life, but you play a six-foot line who sets herself on fire. Mm-hmm. And just wants her fucking chili water. Mm-hmm. I do love how chili water has become such a meme. It's because it's so unique, shall we say. It's so stupid. It's just, <laughs> it's what, it's water with chili in it. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, is it just a chili or is it like, do you turn the chili into like a paste and then put the water in like a smoothie, a chili smoothie? So that's what, that's what we need to decide. So listeners, if you'd like to contribute to this discussion of what exactly is chili water, hit us up on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought chili in my head, I was like, okay, so you just get like the chili and chop it up and just sprinkle it in the water. But I do like your idea of a paste. Yeah, it's like a smoothie. Like a smoothie. So it's, it's, her, it's her pre and post workout smoothie. <laughs> just... <laughs> That's so funny, though. That is funny. Oh, man. That was a great discussion. That was a great that was, discussion. That... That, was a, that was a great discussion. It was very lesbian centric, it was philosophical. I was going to say, we covered a wide range. Mm-hmm.